And away we go. Here's a bit of trivia, too, that I came across this week. Not eight, in 1838, Boston had the first organized police force. Okay. And that was had to do with uh, stealing goods from the docks. They would get people to watch the boats at night right. who would inevitably fall asleep. They tricked the, Boston, the city of Boston into paying for the police force instead of paying guys to watch it at night. So that's actually how a police force started was by... But the irony is the cops were the crooks. Yeah, they... Yes. Love that yes. dirty water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to ask me to watch and no one's watching me. Everyone's going to be watched. Right. So, yeah. So essentially they, they said, you know what? We don't want to have to pay these guys that are just falling asleep. Why don't we get the city and talk to them how bad it is and how beneficial it would be for them? And now the city pays for it and it's never changed. When was this? 1835, you said? 1838. 1838. Just, just like, why do we... So I'm trying to think of like how far away from the inception of our country into the very first yeah. organized police force. Um, until that point, you could just do whatever the fuck you want. I yeah, car blanche. I'd fill my cart with blanches. <laughs> that was very random. Yeah. It was very random. You know why? Because... <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's police. It because, was a police... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm actually... Force. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, not yeah, random yeah. at all. Yeah. And I'm actually looking at my notes, which I rarely do. Yeah. And then I get... You know, and then I get back in the house and find all the things that I forgot. I like to it. I like it. Yeah. You know. You know. And Tom's notes are like scrawled pictographs with like yes. stick figures with giant penises and <laughs> little houses with smoke <laughs> smokestacks coming out of it. There's no. I'm not seeing any actual words. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> How about I'll do a rendering of you or Phil and just draw a, a huge stick figure with a small penis. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, why are you doing caricatures of me? <laughs> I should say How rude. <laughs> I know. Can we talk about how damaging caricatures Dude, I don't be? have the confidence, the self-confidence to be able to sit there no. while this guy is shredding you to bits. Oh, those. And then yeah. they turn it around and you're like, fuck. <laughs> and for me, it would be like a massive potato with like broken teeth riding a bicycle. You know what I mean? That, well, that's like going near the uh, drown the rude, rude clown at the fair, you know? <laughs> yeah, the clown. I can't go up I there. Can't, I can't. You walk by and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I keep way back and I keep my teeth covered. You know who, who? What kind of person actually does engage though with the clown? A fucking know? masochist. Yeah, yes, either yes, a masochist yes. or somebody who's yeah. even more fragile than I know when I'm beat. Baseball is ready. The clown is winning every. <laughs> yeah. The clown's professional job is to fucking shred you. Oh, he's yes. a you know shredder, I mean? dude. You're not going to step up there and be like, "Okay, clown, guess what? You're fucking." And the clown's like, "Don't worry, he's just a one-hit wonder because it's a wonder he can hit him once." Guess what? <laughs> I got the mic, and then he just starts hammering you. Yeah. So the you yeah. can't outrun your shame. And that's facts. You, you just have to not go yeah. near that area. We all I'm, know. I'm and tall, anyone who's yeah. bald. Anyone who's the a clown top sees field. me, and he's like, "Fuck yes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any top field fair veteran out there listening knows that like you can almost I can almost feel myself going as far away from like yes. passing that yeah. area yes. and wanting to watch and like have the voyeuristic like Oh, I do watch. But like, oh fuck, I'm like, damn, I'm like eight feet tall. Yeah, fucked. you cannot. Like, yeah. You cannot. And they'd... it doesn't matter what that guy does for work. It doesn't. He could he could be destitute. He could he could be one of these guys that like, you know, I and dry. is I and into dry. like poo core. You know, poo porn. Yeah. It doesn't matter because he will out roast you every day of the week. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to comb your hair and shave your chin, not the other way around. 
Absolutely. You know? And I'm sure he gets walked to his car every night. <laughs> I uh, couldn't agree wow. more, dude. He I would have to, you know. I will tell you who who, wow. who gets, uh, who's into those caricatures is uh, our friend Lance. I said, I'll pay for it if you get your caricature done. And like he, a t-shirt? He sat there with a teddy bear. No, someone drew it. <laughs> I think he has it. He, he, he definitely has yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he, we had won a teddy bear because I'd like to do the the, ham, the rubber hammer dolphin flipping right, game. Great game. And I won a teddy bear. And he sat there with the teddy bear. And we were just all so gleefully standing there watching what the guy was drawing. What was the final, was the final product like an accurate rep? He has defined features. Yeah, you, you know? don't have a lot. Yeah. To, Lance doesn't have a lot you're going to make fun of. Exactly. Yeah, right, He's not right. like you, me, or Tony where it's like, I can do something with this raw material. Yeah. That's great. You know? Yeah. He's, he's, we got to go to the fair this year, by the way. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Sure. I, li- I like the length of that conversation and the honesty. We should it. go the to last... the fair and find the clown dude like on his way to the car and just like... <laughs> oh, I dude. think I said this story before on the podcast, but the last time I went oh, was yeah. the time you were the yeah, firemen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And I love that. It's a delicious story. I, and I, I cannot be a party to that ever again in my life. I completely understandable. No, yeah. I, I, I would... I would be going back the next day, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> you didn't go last year, right? All the price hikes. I was like, you know what? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Fuck you. you, you. you this uh, is ridiculous now. This yeah. is ridiculous. It's literally a bloodbath of price hikes there. Yeah. And two years ago, we went, I remember seeing you there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was. I remember that. At your biggest nightmare. It was yeah. ass to ass. I can't do it. I get like the entire. I get this feeling of, like yeah. I'm drowning when there are too many people. You know how it. You know what it feels like for there to be too many people. I do, Two yeah. years ago, it was twice that amount. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Was, yet we saw each other. Yeah. There was a well, rare opening, yeah. as there are. He walks around us. balloons everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you. Um, I walk around with the clown on a leash. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's just shredding you the whole time. I end right. I end right. All right, guys. Nine. When you think of a Tony who knows a lot of music, it was, you know, I had a radio in my room yeah. and I would be like playing with my Bobo Transformers. Yeah. The, not even the GoBots, even worse than that, listening to the radio. And Casey you- Kasem would give you the. Song and the art and the ty- and, Casey, and the Casey. artist. Yeah, Casey Kasem. You guys did that thing where you would sit around and wait for your song to come on and then furiously hit the record button on the cassette. And like, I never did that. I just let oh, it run. Yeah. It was too much pressure for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that maps. Did oh, yeah, I, I tape songs yeah. off the radio. I, I would mean, wait for like... I had the little... I had really like the, wait? Absolutely, yeah. for like Fool in the Rain was one of them. Good God. Like, oh, shit! Oh, like, yeah. man. I, I had the one speaker radio and, you know... <laughs> yeah. You know? I still have the tapes that I would... Yeah, I still have them. Man, I, I, oh, yeah, I was actually listening to Casey Kasem this morning. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, Saturday, they replay his shows from 8 to noon on 99.1 FM Boston. You can live stream it from really? their website. Oh, they, that's I, amazing. That's cool. So, I, yeah, I was listening to it on my phone. I thought it was a YouTube my, poll or something. No, no, you can listen to it on the radio, which I was listening that to last week in the great. car. That is pretty cool. But today in the house, since I don't have any terrestrial radio in the house, I just went on their website and did live stream and put it to my Bluetooth speaker on Saturday from like eight to noon. They do the seventies reruns of his shows. And on Sundays, they oh my do, God. They do the eighties. That is incredible. I mean, and you know, it's a lot of him and a lot of, perfect. And it's all the, yeah, it is perfect. It's like a literal time machine. It's like, it's like the soundtrack to, ads, uh, ads in it. 
they don't have the old ads. Okay. If they did, it would be exactly like the soundtrack from Once Upon a Time yeah, in Hollywood, yeah. which is the most brilliant idea for a soundtrack without a that doubt. I've without, without a doubt. I've always wait. So you said Saturdays are the seventies and Sundays, Sundays are eighties from eight to twelve on ninety nine one. Yeah, per, per, done. Yeah, it's on. Done. It's at least it's at least nine. I don't. Know, I think it's eight to twelve. It's at least nine. It's a, it's hours. You know, back yeah. then you could have real radio shows. <clears throat> you know, but listening to him talk, <laughs> uh, it was like a. It was like he had his own singing, you know, like sort of his own cadence, speaking yeah. and singing, and we're, we're, here, here we are, like two years later, still trying to get something going with our with our uh, rhythms here. I know, I know. Our, well, you know, our I, rhythm yeah. is uh, obviously our r- rhythm is riddling. Get you. <laughs> we, yeah. yeah, we don't have a, it's the rhythm of the night. Ooh, Ooh. Gloria Estefan, yeah. right? We don't, uh, yeah, Miami Sound Machine. I've been watching Miami Vice again, the original. I'm only two episodes into the first season with um, Ed O'Neill as the uh, undercover cop who's in too deep. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. I don't like moving either, but that's... That's pretty impressive. It's the worst. I've been living the apartment oh, that I live in now. I'm actually how how long now? I've been living there for about twelve years now, and I don't want to tell anybody of the listeners how reasonable my rent is. But that's but it's sub one thousand dollars. Yeah, so you can't you can't. I literally move. can't. Move yeah, you can't at move. this point. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's how I felt about two sixty five Cabot, yeah, which is why I stayed there for like twelve, thirteen. It's years. crazy, yeah, but y- you don't realize, and then like you when- could in li- there it literally. If I if Al was to be like, nope, this place is over, I would not be able to live in the North Shore. No, you can't. Like, I don't make enough money. I would have to get a roommate, which I sure as shit I'm not going to do at the age of forty four. Not at this. It's like once no you way. get to a certain age, not that's like, not happening. And you get to a certain like. Yeah, curmudgeonly old man. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, got yeah, to that I at can't. like fifteen. I, I will yeah. never. I can never yeah, pay. You know I, mean. I will yeah. never pay more than a quarter of my monthly like what I make on rent. I just can't do right, it. Right, but this is the thing is, and uh, I'm right at the threshold right now, which is absurd because I don't pay a lot. But like, but this is a bank. There's thing. no way. Like the bank tells us te- like what we should. You know, like the bank gives us that little like uh, equation, and it says like you know housing should cost X right. in comparison to your income. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yep. But that doesn't exist anymore, except with the bank. Right, that's but I only... just no, but I know what what I spend money on and like where it goes, and, and that's fine. But you should not feel guilty about spending money on niceties. You shouldn't feel no, guilty no, about totally, yeah. buying a pack. Of, like, listen, I don't, I don't smoke. I don't. It's not for me. Yeah. But I would never ever be like you shouldn't smoke because of the financial impact. No, I, I know it's what like, you dude, mean. We're not here for a long time. You want to smoke? Smoke up. I do not care. Right. Yeah, or do, you want do, you do, want the you want that fucking shot jacket? Like I fuck do. off. I get it. Get it. Yeah, yeah. I do. We're, like, what I are you do. gonna do? Die not ever I, having I, a shot jacket? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with because, you. Because you know society says that you need to put whatever for, and it's like, well, what, what yeah. are we doing then? Yeah. What's the point of even being here? Like movies like Dragnet get us away for a minute and what does it get us away from it gets us away from the fact that there's so much predatory capitalism that we can't enjoy little tiny things like having a cig yeah drinking a little bit of whiskey mm-hmm. watching a cool fucking movie yeah yeah you know what i mean because there's no wild. end it's, it's no wild end. that Bro. but but the weirdest thing about it is I, like and i even do it right now i've got this devil on my shoulder like saying like hey maybe shut up because the system is working for Whatever, and it's like, well, maybe it's not because I'm blessed. I fell ass backwards into a job where I sit at a desk all day long, 
and I get to listen to movies in the background. I get yeah. to listen to music, you know, kind of like uh, live my little life in my, I work from home. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I had to, if my work was like, dude, we're all going back to the office on Monday morning. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. That's how yeah, I right. feel too. Right. I, 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 but it's the quality of life has changed so much. You know what I mean? Like when I was working in an office, I was, I, 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 I don't even relate to that person anymore because you have to sort of, there's like, no going back to that person. Well, you got to compromise yeah, who you yeah. are to like, make sure that everyone yep. can, you, you need to work with everyone. And, you know, I work in a uh, sort of collaborative position where people need to come to you and talk to you and ask you shit. But if you sit there and you like, you know, for me, I definitely have like resting bitch face. I know that about me. It's actually called it's, resting bitch personality in your yeah. case. Well, here's the thing is, you know, you try to tell someone like, it's not that I don't want you to come up to me. It's that I can't literally read what I'm, so the face that I'm making is not representative of who I am as a person. I have a, I have a rule for myself where I will never, ever ask the question until I've exhausted all yes. my little yes. avenues. Yeah, um, you don't. You you you. You're from Lynn, I'm I, from Malden. You don't yeah. want to reveal. Your, that's an unbelievably uncommon thing. To well, do the th- for but I mean, yeah. but you know what? It, like, I'd rather just, uh, you know, solve the issue on my own. Run it out yourself yeah, until yeah. you Sol- solve. No or, longer, because I don't want to interrupt anybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. solve, solve or suffer. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the. It's but like, having said that, like, and I know that this podcast is taking a weird turn for the for the for the better. No. Maybe you know. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll mini sewed this shit. Anyway, I guess like to get off my little soapbox. Here, no, no, stay. Uh, I, I just feel like it's wild that like we're all like sort of in this weird group denial where this we all entire, but we we have the, been the from day from day is, one. Though. It's becoming so unaffordable. It, it's yeah, and we're all just kind of yeah. pretending that it's not happening. I mean, you know, income tax shouldn't exist. And as I was thinking the other day, I it's thought theft. I thought why when someone but gets then, to be retired and finishes paying for their home after 30 years and now they're making a lot less money they're retired why do you still have to pay the same amount of property tax which probably that it equals thousands and thousands of dollars a year yeah. after you've already paid for your house guess what there should a there shouldn't be property tax but b Agreed. you pay for your house it's like it should go down to tax. like 20 percent of what you were something yeah excise tax with your vehicle if you buy a brand new vehicle that excise tax yes is- Absolutely astronomical. Yeah, we right. all know why, though. We all no, know I, why. I, this, I, but this no, is no, what no, I mean no, about no. the group denial. Uh, uh, well, uh, right. But like, these things exist for one exclusive reason, and that reason is greed. And greed is a real fucking thing. Mm. Greed, you know what I mean? Is good. greed is <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It might. Uh, uh, you know, you could follow that thread, and maybe, it's, maybe it is. It's, maybe, it's, maybe it's the only adaptive like thing that we have created in cooperation with each other as a species that's allowed us to survive well, and get to this point where we have luxuries good. that's total devil's advocate bullshit i don't believe that but like yeah, okay. i don't i don't i don't know if greed is ever is it ever good um, if i'm greedy with those snow caps it's good for me right but here's no because you're gonna feel fucking sick i do feel right sick. but here's why <laughs> you do want to feel sick i'm sick a lot so <laughs> i'm used to it just like tony with uh if i can't figure it out i'll just i'll just suffer you know here's why tom isn't greedy and he's given himself a little bit of stick i came up here today and and usually i make a little bit of goof and a little bit of fun yeah i get up here today and there's literally four different boxes of candy for which we can choose to do this podcast with 
that's not a greedy guy. That's a that's a you know no totally. There's like all these like we we have like a little like uh, liquor cabinet over here with a bunch. Wait, of no stuff. no no. It's a it's a wicker cabinet because <laughs> wicker cabinet, because yeah, it's a yeah. it's a bunch of liquor sitting on yeah. a, a wicker chair from my childhood. That no, I feel that that's not greedy, of course. But like yeah, you, then then you start f- smuggling in the whole like the element of pleasure into stuff. Yeah. Edward Bernays or Sigmund Freud said, "Many a man thinks he is buying pleasure when he's actually selling himself to it." Ooh, so there's that. that. No, well, think have about I. that. I you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's that. it. You think you're buying something that will make you happy, well, yeah. and will give you pleasure. You're selling yourself to it. I'm not saying that that has like a uh, greed is somewhere in that. It definitely is that hierarchy. And I'll you know say, I mean? thinking about that at a glance, I kind of live with that awareness of that kind of statement in my head i'm not gonna drink coffee i'm not gonna drink booze i'm not gonna smoke i'm not gonna do these things what about buying the jacket though or buying the exactly caps, there's you know always I mean? a time there's always a way it gets in yeah know. i've never i've never seen you uh banged up uh maybe at that car show years uh, and years ago yeah no i've been but banged i've never up, seen no. you like um, no i've never been a drinker but yeah i've seen you wasted plenty of times oh yeah yeah uh, you've seen you've not, seen me drunk i guess i've never seen you out of pocket no, in terms of no. like you know, <laughs> except that car show, yeah, that well, was the only time. But that was where, where we were, ended up throwing hands. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal: is I wasn't even there, but it, but the stories that I've heard was you were throwing the line anyway, like casting the line, you know, as a metaphor. Mm, yeah. You just throw like who was going to come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We all have our things that we're selling ourselves to that we're aware or unaware of it, and like yeah, that that engenders a, a certain sense of greed. I think. Yeah, I don't there's know if a lot there. The right word, though. Well, but I think it's. I think you can. I think you can freight it in there because, like, the banks or the people that you're, you know, to go full circle, the people you're talking about, they're like, sure. "This is how you should spend your money." I'm like, blah blah blah, right, taxation, right. whatever you know, yeah. like, uh, property tax, whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's all orchestrated by people who are animated by greed, whether they admit it or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're the boots on the ground guys. Well, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not sure that shit like that really greed doesn't really apply to us when you're talking about like. No, I, I guess yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because right, guess right. what? It's just one. It's another. Not greed, but these things are. Well, yeah. It goes. There's this amazing book I've been reading. It. It's called Sapiens by this guy. You you've all know a Harari, who's a fucking brilliant historian, just absolute genius. And the whole thing is built around like these fictions that we've created, like money, okay, borders, religion. All of these things are not real. Like you can't eat money, you can't right. drink it. It's a fucking piece of paper. It's great, yeah. You yeah. know, a, a border, a border. borders. You, you look at the Earth from outer space, and there's no fucking. There's maybe the Great Wall of China. Yeah. There's yeah. no fucking borders. Okay, God like is not. And I'm not saying that he's saying, or I'm saying these are pejorative bad things. They're things that we had to invent as a species in order to facilitate cooperation so that we could, we're, we all come from tribes. And if you come over my valley into my hill into my tribe, I'm probably going to tear your bones off and fucking eat them and like help the rest of my tribe survive. But we got over that. We passed into this global collectivist thing where we're able to cooperate with each other. The only reason we are is because we created these fictions. We invented them. And they help us cooperate with each other. And they've created this global society. And there are negative byproducts of that, you know, like greedy motherfuckers and taxes and all this shit that like quarter of your income go to, you know what I mean? And luck and falling ass backwards into a job and whatever it may be, you know what I mean? But those are all like ancillary byproducts of this cooperation that we're a part of that is all 
all built on fictions. Wow. I, I don't even want to bring up the, no, the books that I'm reading right now, but I will say the distillation of that information was incredible. Second only to the fact that you were able to not mispronounce my pen name when you... <laughs> so that was... This nom de plume. <laughs> if you're ever interested in that kind of shit, I'll lend I mean, it to you guys. Yeah. That's a huge concept and I love yeah, it. it. It's, it's great. As a non-reader, yeah. I would probably love to have the book in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's on tape too if you want to, you know, if, oh, if you yeah. can be working and you have it in you. the background. Yes, I would love know? to. Yes, that would actually be pretty That's cool, what I'm actually. talking about. Watch Tony yeah. hitting the keys harder and harder as he's realizing <laughs> how trapped we've all become you know uh, but it's not it's, but this it, is why it can I, be pessimistic yeah. but like you gotta find some like you gotta mine some diamond in, in there somewhere yeah absolutely you know? yeah it's you get somewhere you gotta, yeah you gotta pull your that's why up. the diamonds are the movies you know yeah and like the the little the things and they're these like these this isn't built on like a fiction really we're like three friends who are hanging out talking about shit whether it's stupid mm. or heavy or dumb or whatever like it, the, this whole cooperative thing can produce like a, a bit of human purity and goodness. You, you know? know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was talking with a friend of mine and I was kind of bringing up like, you know, I think it's kind of weird that we record some of these conversations. And I, and I was like, well, I, in my head, I'm going, well, what's the end game, you know? And this person was like, look, here's the deal. Like not for nothing, not everybody gets to have these like moments you know, like this is an escape mm. and you're inviting whoever wants to listen to the table. It's not so much the three of us are just like this exclusionary club. Anybody who wants to listen gets to be part of the club. And I never really thought of it in that terms until it was brought up to me like, oh, well, I do that every single day. Like when I, you know, I'm at work and I'm in the morning, I listen to music and in the, in the afternoon, I listen to like old TV shows or old commercials right, or old, right. just old shit. That listen kinda, to that Bill Burr that you feel is, to me too, yeah. yeah, that you feel is part of your life. You're yeah, a being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to like, Joie de vivre. And know. I love the idea that like, you know, even though I'm not seeing whoever's listening, I don't see them here, but they're here with us at the table yeah. well, that's participating the, in the conversation. That is part of our concept. If yeah. you ever read our summary, Tony, it's, we hope you feel like you have a seat at the table. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we don't sit here and belabor the movie Scene by scene and fact by fact, because that's not really a conversation. And we do have an empty chair here. There's always an empty chair here at the table. I think we're I think we're due for a guest. I think know? we are too. And you know when what? you guys hit up when Mike came on, that yeah, when, I yeah, was, yeah. when I was on tour, that mm. was fucking great. Mm. Yeah. Which reminds me, the last time I did live with roommates was when I was thirty five and Jesus Mike bought that house and I said yeah, I could do that. I think I could do that. I'm a big enough person now. Right. That was at I had, that place that Mike owns. That Yeah, yeah. yeah right. That was at 85 Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that was the last time I had a roommate, was, which was... Uh, God, that was a Jesus fun... Jesus Mike. That was a fun... Th like, I went there twice. A fun, that was to, a fun time and a fun a place. To of how fun that place was, if anybody ever wants to know, there was the one moment that encapsulates that, that apartment... Oh, I want to hear it. There were fireworks being launched off a porch. Oh, yeah, and a car was trying to impress us on the porch. And there was a bunch of people up there. The car launched itself into a stop sign, blew the stop sign off the street. The stop sign somehow came up into the apartment. Tom Donahue holding the stop sign. I like it's one it of these like revolutionary flags. <laughs> and then hot on his heels was the Beverly Police Department. 
can we please have our stop sign back? And Tom's like, oh, was this yours? Did you need this? <laughs> I was like, hey, here you go, officer. Here. <laughs> Just uh, trying to this, keep it safe. This old thing? <laughs> what, year, what year was that around? That God, was two, I, well, 2005, I in, maybe? I lived there from 2005 to 2007. Crazy. So that was 2005. And what happened? Yeah, it was a guy in like a maroon uh, Firebird, like a new one. Yeah. Yeah. And he came and he did a burnout. And we, and and we, we no, we, we kind of, we kind of, we told him to do a burnout and he did it, but then he came back around because it was kind of a weak one and he knew he could do better. Yeah. So he came back around and really lit them up and went around the, he was doing it around the corner and, and he went down Park Street down the side. He was yeah. on Federal and went down Park and he fishtailed and yeah, took out the stop sign that's right at the motorcycle place behind the house Amazing. A- and a big piece of his plastic bumper. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, tally ho guys. We won't pretend that this is the